If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. You're listening to Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Join the conversation on our Facebook page or on Twitter. And be sure to like and follow us for more great Catholic content. Now, back to the show. Inspired. Sharing your journey. Great. We are back with Real Presence Radio Live, and this is Roxanne Solonen, your host with Father Kyle Metzger. How's it going so far, Father? It's going great. You know, Roxanne, we're here on location at the Women's Care Center facility in Fargo, so we're not in the studio. We're out. Uh, we're out in the in the in the mission territory of the diocese. This is a first for me, and I know for you. Yeah. Well. So yeah. we're happy to be here, and we're happy to have Diane Clark on the phone. Hi, Diane. Good morning. How are you? Good. Great. Diane, uh, you're from the Diocese of Rapid City, and uh, you have an inspirational story to share with us on how little reminders make a big difference. Uh, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm a cradle Catholic. I had a very, very strong faith life uh, that was taught to me by my parents. Um, I had two older brothers. I am the only one left, however, so that's kind of a different walk of life at this point in my in my life. Um, I was married. I had one son. I divorced, went through an annulment, uh, married a second time, and my second husband I brought to the church, which was a really wonderful gift uh, to, to watch his process and his journey with that. Um, I have been a member out here at Our Lady of the Black Hills since 1993, I believe. Uh, it's a very vibrant parish. It's active and um, just a fun place to be. And people who come to visit say, 
what's going on out here? There's just something different about that place. And I, I tell them that the spirit's alive and well here. So um, that's that's pretty much um, what I like to to share with people. I'm a Eucharistic minister, lector, um, try to do lots of things with education. Just, it's in, it's important. My, my mother taught me, she was kind of self-taught, and my mother taught me that you need to learn. We don't stop learning until we rest in that last piece, so. Hmm. It's always nice to hear the good news about what's going on out there in the world and in these little pockets of of life-giving, you know, people that that are bringing God to the world. Um, So every day we have little reminders in our lives that God gives us uh, everything we need. Uh, And and it sounds like each week you write a little reminder as well. Can you share with us what that reminder is? Sure. I had... um sold a piece of furniture to a friend of mine, and she and I went to high school together, so we've known each other for over 40 years. And she's writing something in the little memo. And I said, well, what does that mean? She put down D-U-S. And I said, this? (laughs) So that, as a reminder for me, divine unlimited supply. And I went, oh. And she adds a little ditty onto that, but she said, why don't you should think of something. And I thought, you know, that's a really good idea. Because nothing, I believe, nothing we have is ours. It's all God's. It's it's His grace and His goodness that He's allowed us to have these things. So I pondered on, excuse me, I pondered on that. So I came up with GPR. And so many people ask me that, and it's, it's another way to reach out and share my belief and my feelings, and it's God's prosperity returned. Once again, nothing that I have, I can have without God's permission. So I just write GPR whenever I write a check, and that's just a reminder that it's not my money. It's God's money. It's God's abundance He's giving to me. So um, I've been doing that for, my gosh, many, many years now. How has that changed your mindset, and and have you seen fruits from just that one little thing? Oh, for certain. Um, Just when I feel as if, oh, I don't know how I can squeeze one more (laughs) penny out of things, there'll be just a surprise uh, check or an unusual payment of something, or somebody wants to... um, take me out for lunch or just, it's just, it's just a reminder that when I allow myself to rest in the faith and the knowledge that God's going to take care of me, he's never not taken care of me. He's always taken care of me. It's been kind of tough times, but if I put my faith and my trust in him, he always, always comes through. It's when I allow that I always say it's when I allow Satan to get in my head and mess mess my head up and tell me his lies, that's when I get in trouble. And I just need to rest in the Lord and, and have faith because he's always taking care of me. It's very beautiful, Diane. Uh, GPR, God's Prosperity Prosperity Returns. Returns. Mm-hmm. God's Prosperity Returns. Now... I would imagine, and many people I would think would be listening, there's part of me that's wondering the same thing. 
we'd love to trust in God's prosperity, but when it comes to money, you know, that can be a a difficult bridge to cross. Was that for you early on? We we trust God, you know, with with our health and with our jobs, everything. But when it comes to the pocketbook, that can be a difficult place to totally rely on God's God's, uh, God's providence. Was that difficult for you? Yes. And it still is, because I, <laughs> I am not my mother's child. She was so frugal, and she was so um, very careful, both with her money, and, and my dad was some, he's a little bit more of a, a spender, but most of the time they're very frugal, and I struggle with that. My mother would say, you win the lottery, you wouldn't have a dime because you'd be giving it all away. <laughs> and, I, and I do, and I've been accused of being generous to a fault and not taking care of my own needs, but their unselfishness was such a great example to me. It didn't matter who came through the door. Whatever little part, you know, throw those a potato in the pot or another burger on on the stove. It just, their generosity, it just stays there. And I do struggle with money issues, and I have to be more mindful, that, especially now that I'm retired. <laughs> it's, mm-hmm. it's more expensive out here than I thought. <laughs> so I do struggle with, with money issues. I don't have a corner on the market on, oh, gosh, this works really well. But I do, I do trust in God, and I do trust that he's going to take care of me. Diane, I, that that begs the question, and Father, you mentioned other areas where we might trust in God but more. But Diane has... Trusting God in this financial way and giving that to Him and relying on Him more helped in other areas of your life to trust more as well. Does it kind of spread through your life? And of course, we're human, so we're going to have to revisit this each day. But um, has that Absolutely. had that effect? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, the, unfortunately, my family and and experiencing the deaths of very significant people started when I was very young. And being able to watch my mother wade through that pain and grief and other family members and just seeing her strength and knowing her trust and faith in God, I can still see her sitting in, in the bedroom praying her rosary nightly. That that trust has always been there. That trust has always been an example to me. So I I've never seen it not work. It's it's hard. Um, I don't I don't always like the lessons he gives gives me, and I don't. Always, I always tell him, um, you know, sometimes you trust me way too much. <laughs> I, you're overconfident. Would you just kind of give me a breather? Um, back in 2007, I lost my best friend of 40 years in April, and then two months. Later, my husband was killed as a result of an accident, and then two days later, my dad died. Hmm. So I said, okay, God, <laughs> this is it. Um, you've got to give me a rest here. And he did, And but he always, he always brought people into my life that held me up and said, you can do this. You can, I can walk with you. I will be here with you. And it's never not been there. Um, that challenge of, of faith and trust 
you know, sometimes it feels like you go in there blindly, but he's there. It's when I start doing the, the major head things and not having the faith and not praying. Prayer is so very important. And when I stop doing those things or I slack off, that's when I get in trouble. That's and when I, I get in trouble. I've noticed too, Diane, tell me if, if you've had a similar experience. When when I look back at, back at a couple periods of my life that were very stressful, you know, the bottom seems to be falling out, nothing seems to be going right. When I look back at those times, I feel in many ways uh, those were the times I felt closest to God. Then my prayer Absolutely. life was was the most active, and and there's you don't have anything else to to, to fall back on, and so you're forced yep. to kind of press into prayer. And I, and I look back at those times, I would I certainly wouldn't want to relive them because they were just so stressful. But mm-hmm. but boy, I, I look back at very meaningful times with the Lord in the midst of that suffering, being being in the Garden of Gethsemane with Him. Would you would you yes. say is similar? I I completely agree that there's that bleak hour, and I I try to remember my suffering is is minuscule, minuscule to what he endured, and if he can do that, I certainly should be able to walk through through this. I always think about that when I go to church too, and I think oh, and I'm not a perfect person by any means, and I. Some days I feel like I'm just a pew filler, but the importance of going and being there, being present, because I'll go in there and I'll see somebody else that's coming in in a walker or is very disabled, and I go, hey, they drug their body out of bed to be there, to be present in community, which is a witness to me. They're, they're making that effort. You can make that effort. When we show up, it makes a difference to everybody. We always think we don't matter, but we do. And when those of us show up and are in community and are in our parish life, it's it's an important thing. And maybe it's just you walk in and you're feeling so low, and somebody comes up and just gives you the best hug ever. And you go, okay, Lord, I know you're here. I know mm-hmm. you're here. Mm-hmm. I know you're with me. Well, I want to thank you all for tuning into Real Presence Live. We are talking with Diane Clark from the Diocese of Rapid City, and she's sharing a little bit about how she uh, has keeps little reminders uh, to keep God alive in her heart. And you know, it's it's one of those things I kind of mentioned earlier. Uh, we can get it right one day, but then we kind of forget. Our our human nature yes. <laughs> just causes us to have to reset over and over again. So I think that's maybe the beauty of writing it down, this simple little thing. And we're, we're, that day it might help, and then the next day we have to do it all over yeah. again. It seems so simple, but these are little helps that we need. Um, I want to ask you, Diane, while we have you here, Real Presence Radio has been a big part of your day, too. And I, and I know I'm helped as well with, with tuning in and having those little reminders that way, too. How has Real Presence Radio changed your life? Well, Unfortunately, there's a lot of garbage out there on the airwaves and on the TV. So when this came to our area, it was like a breath of fresh air. And I love listening to it wherever I'm journeying, whether it's even just to the grocery store. The knowledge that's imparted with your programs and your people who you have on and as guests has, has really enriched my life. It's helped me be a better Catholic Christian person. Um, and I, I love learning, 
and I love learning about God's people, and I love learning about the people who've gone before me and and helped straighten my path out a little bit better. Um, just just the knowledge base alone, um, and understanding the things that I question, and being able to defend my faith in a much better manner, saying, okay, somebody's given you a reference, or somebody's given you a piece of information, and if someone's asking me about an issue, I can answer in an appropriate way that is congruent with what our church teaching is, and I think that is really marvelous, really marvelous. Yeah, it definitely is. Uh, Is there anything you can say maybe to someone who is just kind of returning to the church or just starting off on the journey toward Christ that would really, you know, make a difference? Besides these reminders and Catholic Radio, what are some other things that you can share with them to to just encourage them? Because we need encouragement. And I'd be curious, too, if I can kind of piggyback on that, uh, Roxanne. Um, Diane, if part you mentioned you know your your husband entered the church as well so was there was there anything like that involved in kind of his his coming into the full communion with the church well when we started dating uh i would ask him um, do you want to go to church with me and sometimes he wouldn't sometimes he would and it i don't remember at what point how far along in the relationship but after church one sunday he goes you know it's really hard for me when everybody else goes up and receives communion, and I can't. So I explained to him why that was. And then pretty soon, one day he popped up, he says, you know, I think I'd kind of like to take lessons. I'd like to go to, to um, RCIA. And I went, really? But whenever he'd ask a question, I tried to answer it the best way that I knew how. And they were asked to journal through this whole process of RCIA. And then he gave me his journal in the end, and it was very touching because he'd written in there that because of how I answered and because of my own faith life, he said that's what was the, better, was the best invitation for him. So I think it's important to, to be around people whose faith is a alive and well, who try to practice their faith the best way they know how. So people coming back to the Church, finding somebody that that really likes to live their faith and to make that effort, I think that's invaluable. They need to find somebody to partner with or to encourage them or say, come on, I'll take you to church. This, I'll go with you. I'll help answer your questions. I hear two things. I hear invitation and relationship, and and those are beautiful things to ponder here as we get ready for our next segment. Diane, thank you so much for taking some time to be with us this morning. Uh, I I wish you blessings in your day. And up next, it's time. Yeah, you bet. Have a good day. And now we're thanks. Now we're going to take the 10-minute tour around our area with local events. Later in the show, we'll hear about the beautiful things going on right here at Women's Care Center. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Roxanne Solonen and Father Kyle Metzger, and we'll be back for more in a bit. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 
Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. People think A&B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest additions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at one 800 477 2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. All right, we are back and we are going to launch into our 10-minute tour right now. We have Bobby Myers on the phone. Hello, Bobby. Good morning, guys. And you're from St. Therese Parish in Rapid City. Why don't you tell us what's going on there? Hi, guys. Every morning, excuse me, every Friday morning from uh, 7.30 to 11.30, we have Encounter and Indulge. I'm inviting all the youth, um, high school, middle school, um, and their parents to come down to spend the morning mass with us, a holy hour from 8 to 9. Um, we'll have uh, morning prayer. We'll go downstairs. We'll have some breakfast. And then after that, we'll um, enjoy the mid-morning with a fun activity. Wow, it sounds like you're trying to keep kids involved in their faith during the summer. <laughs> Is that yes, what that's... absolutely, yep. Awesome. Well, uh, how do they get in touch with you if they want to get involved? Um, if they'd like to get in touch with me, my cell phone number, um, it's 3605-381-0053, and then they could just get a hold of me directly and, um, for any questions. Again, that's 605-381-0053. Or you guys right. can call the church and um, go directly to my office. So, yeah. Wonderful. And how's it been going so far this summer? Wonderful, wonderful. We're up to, uh, well, the one the one Friday we had 12 kids and we had 15 other parishioners. So um, my goal is to have more youth than uh, parishioners attend. So we're, hopefully we'll get there by the end here. Okay. Well, this is at St. Therese Parish in Rapid City, yep. South Dakota. And yeah, uh, yep. keep the kids involved. You sound like a, a young, excited guy to, to be drawing them to the faith. So we appreciate your efforts. And thanks Absolutely. for... 
Thanks for coming Thank on. Anything guys. else? Anything else you want to share right now, or Father? Father, do you have anything? <laughs> well, I, I used to work in middle school ministry. I think this is pretty awesome, uh, Bobby, that uh, <laughs> middle school and high school getting Im- involved with prayer and adoration mass. This is pretty awesome. Good for you. Absolutely. Thanks, guys. Yeah, yep. And it being the year of the Eucharist, I thought nothing better to on time on earth than spent with him. So Nice. All right. Well, thank and you so much, you. Bobby. You have a great day and, and good Absolutely. luck. And I hope lots of people will come your way. All oh, right. That's our bell. You heard the bell. Um, <laughs> I want to uh, uh, speak to those of you who are near Cohasset, Minnesota, out in the Diocese of Duluth. Cohasset, Minnesota has something going on great. The Diocese of Duluth of Marriage and Family, they are sponsoring a Camly, a Catholic family camp this summer at the beautiful Sugar Lake Lodge in Cohasset, Minnesota. Sugar Lake Lodge. This is going to be from August 25th to September 1st. You, have, you can enjoy everything that the Lodge has to offer. There's also daily mass. There will be adoration, confession, lots going on there. So for more information on the recreational activities, food, lodging offerings, go to SugarLakeLodge.com, SugarLakeLodge.com, or you can call the lodge at 218-203-8919 to register. So again, that's at Sugar Lake Lodge in Cohasset, Minnesota. And this is going to take place from September 25th through September 1st. August 25th. Yep. August 25th through September 1st. Thank you. All right. And we uh, also have another one. We're going to St. Saint Saint Sioux Falls, South Dakota here. On Thursday, August 8th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls is hosting the Faith and Business Conference. Learn how to take your Sunday experience in church and apply it throughout the week. This conference is for business owners, managers, and all who seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. Again, it's the Faith and Business Conference. Speakers include Father James Mason, excuse me, of the Diocese of Sioux Falls, who will help you take your faith principles and turn them into business practices. For tickets or more information, you can go to www.faithandbusinessconference.com. So this is taking your faith to a whole new level and, and mixing it up with the business part of your life. And again, that's in Sioux Falls. Um, so check it out at www.faithandbusinessconference.com. Okay, now let's uh, head to Rapid City, see what's going on in Rapid City. I think we have John on the phone. John, are you there? I'm here this morning. Thanks. John, what's going on in Rapid City that you want to tell us about? Well, we're having our annual meeting, um, which is a obviously an annual event uh, on August 11th at the Sunday from 12.30 to 2.30 in the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center. Um, the Most Reverend Robert Carlson, the Archbishop of St. Louis, will be our keynote speaker. In fact, uh, Bishop Paul Swain from Sioux Falls is also planning to come out and participate in our annual meeting luncheon uh, format. Uh, we honor um, annually um, our Founders Award our founder, Monsignor William O'Connell, who passed away a few years ago. And uh, this year we're going to honor uh, the Crazy Horse Memorial. Um, they've been very active in uh, philanthropy in the area and have done many good things for the Native American community. We want to recognize them this year. Uh, tickets are $20 and includes a, a great uh, buffet luncheon. And uh, So give us a call at 348 6086 in Rapid City at 605-348-6086 and make your reservations. All right. Or you could email at 
CSS at CSSRapidCity.com and you can order online and save $5 per ticket at www.CSSRapidCity.com. Could you review one more time, John, the details of where and when that will be taking place? It's uh, Sunday, August 11th. Uh, this coming up uh, in just a couple weeks at the Rushmore Plaza Civic Center complex here in Rapid City from 1230 to 230. Just a two-hour event, including luncheon and the program. Well, wonderful. First, that, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, again, our keynote speaker is uh, Reverend Robert Carlson, who used to be the bishop in Sioux Falls at one time, I understand. Yeah. Well, wonderful. What else do we have going on, uh, Roxanne? All right, we're going to go to uh, Sentinel Butte, North Dakota, and it's the 63rd annual PRCA Champions Ride Saddle Bronc match, August 3rd, at Home on the Range Arena. The top PRCA Cowboys will be competing for the title champion and collect thousands in prizes on the world's best bucking horses, celebrate past champions, or join in the live Calcutta of Cowboys on August 2nd. The champions ride August 3rd at Home on the Range Arena on exit at exit 7 on August I-94 East of Beach, North Dakota. So gates open at 10 a.m. The excitement begins at 1 a.m. Advanced tickets and info is at hotrnd.com. And again, that is the Champions Ride at Sentinel Butte, North Dakota. So uh, sounds like they've been doing that for a while. It sounds exciting. Yeah. Hot R-N-D. You think that stands for Hot Ride? North Dakota? I'm not sure. Home on the, oh, home on the range. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I was totally off. It's, when, when you look at it, you're looking at it. I know. Let's just, yeah. let's just move on. I'm yeah. totally embarrassed right now. <laughs> okay. The Siena Symposium. Let's go to St. Paul. The Siena Symposium is happening at St. Paul. This is for women. Uh, uh, and uh, Excuse me. Sorry. Let me try this again. The Siena Symposium for Women, Family, and Culture presents their summer seminar, which is titled The Gift of Masculinity in the Home, the World, and the Church. The keynote address is going to be given by Bishop Cousin. It takes place in McNeely Hall at the University of St. Thomas on August 17th. Register and find out more details online. Just visit the St. Thomas website at stthomas.edu, Thomas. Edu and search for the Siena Symposium. Siena is spelled S-I-E-N-A. So the main speaker there is going to be Bishop Cousins, who I have heard. He is, uh, he is stellar, and he's going to be speaking on the gift of masculinity in the home, the world, and the church. Awesome. Well, that wraps up today's 10-minute tour. We feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event noted, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we'd be very happy to feature it. So uh, coming up next, we have Angela Wambach and Sybil Johnson will be sharing with us the beauty of the Women's Care Center in Fargo, where we are right now. And then later, Deacon Kyle Eller will help us discern the things of God. You're listening to Real Presence Live. This is Roxanne Solonen and Father Kyle Metzger. We'll be right back. Don't go away. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
One very important parish will receive special treatment at the 2020 Built Upon a Rock Fest, including catered lunch on the concert day, meet and greet with the bands, and a special preview performance. Built Upon a Rock Fest is grateful for parish support and wants to give back. All sponsoring parishes will be entered into a drawing, and the VIP will be drawn on stage at the concert on September 14th. For details, check out builtuponarockfest.com. builtuponarockfest.com. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. People think A and B is in the copier business, but we're not. We are in the people business. Whether it's coffee and water, managed print services, document management, or our newest editions of promo gear and managed IT services, we've got you covered. At A&B, we're number two because our customers are number one. We can be reached at 1-800-477-2425 or online at abbusiness.com. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. This is Roxanne Solomon and Father Kyle Mitzker. We are back with more Real Presence Live, and we have special guests right here in the studio in the very place that they work, which is the Women's Care Center. And uh, so we have Angela Wambach and uh, Sybil Johnson, who's a counselor here. Angela is the executive director. Angela, why don't we start with you? We'd like to hear about this place that we're sitting at right now. What is it all about? It's a new facility. Tell us why it's here and what you do here. Sure. Well, thanks for being here today with us. This is very exciting. So, um, um, yes, we just moved to our new location here, uh, downtown Fargo, just on the edge on North University Drive. Uh, it's been very exciting. I'd say that um, we the tensions of moving here were really for greater visibility and accessibility for women in need. Um, we are closer to the demographic in which we serve, and um, we have our own front door, our own parking, and big signage so people can't miss where we're at. So it's that's probably the biggest thing is that we're able to meet more women where they're at. And formerly it was First Choice Clinic. So just to kind of clarify for anyone sure. who didn't know about the transition, and now it's Women's Care Center. Tell us a little bit about any differences, similarities. What what would you be able to quickly kind of share, you know? Sure. Well, I'd say First Choice Clinic, as we were before, so to speak, are, the, are very similar to what Women's Care Center is today. Uh, it's just that we have affiliated ourselves with a national organization called Women's Care Center. So now we are one of 32 different um, pregnancy care centers across the nation. They currently have, like this at 32 locations in 11 different states but um, we have the same services the same love and care that we've always had before we just have greater support from a national um, 
pregnancy center chain that can help us um, with training our staff, uh, meeting our clients' needs better. We have you know more people to to coordinate with, work with, marketing help. You know, just some different oversight and just you know it's just a, a like being a part of a bigger family. So it's even better. Right. And earlier in the show, we talked to a couple of people that help downtown by the abortion facility trying to help women meet them in in their need and and to try to uh, give them some education and a way to maybe deal with an unplanned pregnancy this would be the place where where those gals would take uh try to lead women to to give them that help so uh what would that process be for a a woman coming here from 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 the sidewalk yeah yep well actually we've seen lila a few times here since we've opened our new location she and sidewalk cultures did come to our old location as well it just wasn't as convenient because now we're only about eight blocks straight down first avenue there so it's been really easy but um yeah they just they just um whatever happens there on the sidewalk they're able to bring them here and um and to our services and we just welcome them and meet them right where that when they come in through the door and and take care of them and provide free pregnancy tests a limited ultrasound or options counseling and and things like that to help them Sybil, you're a counselor here at uh, the Women's Care Center. What kind of services do you provide, or what is what is what is a day going to look like for Sybil? Sure. Well, it depends on the day. Yesterday was really busy. <laughs> uh, we had lots of people walking in, and so yeah. Um, um, like Angela mentioned, we talk about some options counseling and um, provide women with uh, some of their options and give them a chance to kind of process through where they're at and, and what they're thinking and help them figure out what's really in their heart and what they really want to do. What is it? Uh, this is uh, perhaps somewhat of a unique ministry, you know, we would use that word, uh, to be involved with it, women who are in in, in difficult situations. Mm-hmm. How is that for you personally, to mm-hmm. be able to be the person who got God's instrument in order to provide them healing and, and health care? Yeah, it's really special. It's a really um, special role to be in. Um, I feel incredibly blessed to help women walk through this part of their journey with them um, and to meet them when they might be in a, a crisis mode and to just help her slow down help her process through what she's thinking and like I said to just recognize what's hopefully already in her heart Um, hopefully we can help her um, just recognize that that's really the main goal Um, and just seeing the joy in her heart when she makes that decision just makes it all worth it and um, yeah it's a really joyful experience for everybody here to be a part of that you know one of the things Right when you walk in, it's such a beautiful facility. Why don't you talk about that, Angela and Sybil, as well, of how the environment itself is the first thing that that woman is going to enter and how you kind of designed it in a way that would welcome her? Sure. Um, We designed it more so that it wasn't as clinical of an atmosphere as it used to be. Um, It is a more home-like environment, so you feel like you're walking into somebody's living room when you walk in. We have couches and chairs, and and our counselors um, jump up and and greet the woman as she walks in the door to say hello and to make her feel comfortable, immediately offer her something to eat and drink. Um, All of our colors, our furnishings, our pictures, everything around is just very purposely done with psychology in mind to really try to help fit them feel really at home and at ease and comfortable with where they're at and then not and then our counselors offer the home like atmosphere by what, making her feel welcome through their love and support and their actions and let me just say angela you guys did a great job Thank because you. this is the first time I'd, i've been here uh, coming here to uh, to host this morning and coming in here, I was totally impressed, totally surprised. It wasn't at all what I expected, and it's great. It's beautiful. Just like you said, it feels very comfortable, very homely. I can see why you'd want to move in that direction with you know, offering this, this type of 
atmosphere to uh, to women. Well, thank beautiful. you. Thank did you. Well. Did well. What about the training um, that you went through? Uh, explain a little bit about what how women will be received and you know, a little bit more of, of, of how you approach it. Yeah, well, kind of like Angela mentioned, we um, greet people at the door and um, make them feel welcome and at home. Um, we have a little bit more wraparound care for women, um, you know, meeting them where they're at with their crisis pregnancy, but also maybe addressing some other needs and getting them connected with the local resources that they need if they are having some mental issues or, um, you know, homelessness or, um, you know, things of that nature that if they're having some medical problems that they just haven't um, sought out care for, we can help, you know, guide them to those resources. You are listening again to Real Presence Live. This is Roxanne Solonen and Father Kyle Metzger, your hosts, and we are talking this morning with Angela Wambach, who is the Executive Director of the Women's Care Center downtown Fargo, and her helpmate, Sybil, <laughs> who is a, a counselor here. Um, so what I'm hearing is you know, there's a lot of vulnerability for the women that come in, and so you're, you're really sort of uniquely, you know, trying to address those needs. It's very practical, it sounds like, as far as, and, and you don't know what the needs will be until that woman comes in. Um, what are some other ways you, you welcome the women and care for them? Um, well, really all of our care is based off of the St. Benedict's rules, of hosp or rules, rules and um, his theology of radical hospitality. So we all read that book. So it's really just about meeting their needs when they walk in the door. So, you know, we started with basic needs, offering them, you know, food and water, you know, something like that as a, a soft spot a spot to sit and um, just a comforting voice to listen to. Um, like Sybil said, it's we, you know, we visit with her to really find out what is, what are her needs and how can we best help that? And that's going to be different based on any woman that walks in the door. But it's really about meeting the woman where she's at and helping her within her moment. As we always say here, like they are our everything at that moment in time when they walk in our door. So we're really focused on them and how can we best help them with whatever is going on with their life at that moment in time. I believe one of the Benedictine um, um, mottos of hospitality is treat every guest as Christ. Yes. Treat every guest as Christ. So when you're walking in there, no matter who it is, that is Christ there. Yes. And so how can you meet them in whatever their needs are as if you're meeting Christ. Exactly. Yes. That's beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> and, and one of the, the additions that not all clients will necessarily see, right, is that there's a chapel and that was a, a special addition. Uh, was there a donation from a, a, a tell us the story yes. about the chapel. <laughs> yes. Well, the, a chapel is something that we've desired to have if we, if we could. And we did have very special donors who did contribute specifically, you know, to our chapel and to make that happen. And so we do have a chapel on on site that our staff can go to um, really as a, a respite place to go and just a time of prayer. Uh, we had an all staff meeting in which we had a prayer and healing service in there. Um, and it's just been a real welcoming addition because what, what we do is, you know, we, we are dealing with a spiritual battle on a daily basis. You know, we're here um, in life and death circumstances, you know, even though that might be not on the forefront of our mind, but that is what we do and we see life and death occur. And so it's, um, we need that prayer space and that, and that um, opportunity. And we're, we're hoping that it will become a Eucharistic chapel at some point and, and that we'll be able to have the presence of Jesus here every day as well. Have you availed yourself to the chapel? Absolutely. What yep. was that like? For Absolutely, you? it's really special. It's a really special addition um, to our facility, and to just have right, uh, right at hand, like Angela said, 
you know, we do see life and death here, and it, it is really impactful. Um, you know, there's the joy that we see when um, when minds are changed and when hearts are recognized, and um, and there's definitely a level of support needed that only Jesus can provide mm. when uh, when we see that not happen. So, mm-hmm. absolutely. I'm just wondering, can, can someone come in and tour this facility um, to kind of since it's a newer addition to our community? Absolutely. We, we encourage people to, to call ahead, of course, because um, we do see clients, so it's a confidentiality thing. But we, we appreciate anyone who would like to come in and see our space and get a tour to contact um, Katie Ducart, our development director, or myself, and we would be happy to, to set up a time to really give those people a nice tour and show them what we have here. Do you have a number that people can call, or should sure. they just look that up? Or? Yep. Um, <laughs> 701-237-6530. Okay, so mm-hmm. book your tour and come in, and it really is quite quite a beautiful facility, as Father Metzger and I have both uh, agreed when we've seen it. So, And if you are a young woman who is in need of services here, you can just walk in? They can just walk in. We get walks. How many do we have yesterday, Sebo? Mm-hmm, I think eight maybe okay. <laughs> yes we welcome walk-ins anytime the doors are open come if in if you're in need wonderful anything else that you want to add before we go to our next segment um not much better just thank you for your support and your presence and and all the work that you guys do as well yeah and thank you for letting us set up camp here today it's been it's been a pleasure to to be in this beautiful facility and just share with it share about it with others so wonderful happy to have you all right (laughs) thank you angela and sybil it's nice to have you here with us today and we are going to have our last segment here um we are appreciative of uh, the the women's care center again coming up we're going to have deacon kyle eller will share how we can find god in the midst of everyday life again this is roxanne solonen with real presence live and we are here with father kyle mitzker we will be back in just a moment live engaging and local This is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. Taking what you experience on Sunday in church and applying it during the week at work can be a challenge. This year's Faith and Business Conference is for business owners, managers, and those that seek to integrate their faith into the workplace. This year's conference features world-renowned speakers that will help you take faith principles and turn them into business practices. Learn how to take your Sunday into Monday on Thursday, August 8th at the Ramcota Hotel in Sioux Falls from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. For more information and tickets, go to faithinbusinessconference.com. 
This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Uh, Good to have you back. Thank you for hanging out with us this morning and for letting us be in your home as well. We are here with Real Presence Live for our final segment. This is Roxanne Solonen, your host with co-host Father Kyle Metzger. And we have on the line another Kyle, but Deacon Kyle Eller. How are you doing, Deacon? I'm doing very well, thank you. Wonderful. And you join us from the Diocese of Duluth. And uh, basically, we want to just chat with you. This should be a nice, lighthearted uh, discussion about about God in the world and um, how he provides for us. And yet the world says that we need more, that we need more than God. So um, anyway, we're, we're thankful that you're here with us today. And we want to just kind of ask you your perspective about God in the midst of our culture. Now, God gives us many good gifts, and yet the world demands our attention by different kinds of media. How do we how do we sort through that, Deacon, uh, to know the difference between what is of God and what is of the world? That's an important question, obviously, and the, the, uh, the media and the culture gets so loud, I think, these days because it penetrates so deeply into our daily lives with social media and with the way that it impacts our families and the omnipresence of cell phones and devices like that that bring it into us all the time. And I guess my advice is, it's kind of old advice from the uh, sort of apologetics world, and it's not unique to me, but there's this metaphor of where um, people who are training to spot counterfeit bills, right? They, They don't look at counterfeit bills. When they're working at a bank, they train by looking at the real thing, and they get to know the real thing so well that they can then automatically spot when something's wrong, when something comes in. So it's actually the focus on what's true and authentic and good is what helps us to discern that. So I guess my counsel with that would be that, first of all, developing your prayer life so that you hear the voice of the Good Shepherd in your life on a regular basis every day. And then second of all, to immerse yourself in the truth of our faith, immerse yourself in the teachings of of God through His Church on the dignity of the human person, on our eternal destiny, on what we're called to, on the moral life. When we do that, then I think it's easier for us to discern what's what's good and what's bad in, in those things that come. And I, I, I think that's very beautifully put, Deacon, because pointing out that um, in the culture, there can be very good things. It's easy mm-hmm. to kind of be critical of the culture, and there are certain things that are there to criticize uh, uh, validly, but that there are very good, true, and beautiful things in the culture. So to be able to have that kind of discernment to know what what do I need to, to take on and what do I need to leave behind. Right, I agree. That's, uh, that's a very important point. And I think in the in the history of the Catholic intellectual tradition and the arts and those kinds of things, you, you've seen that happen, where the Church sees what is good and purifies it in a certain sense, and adopts it, takes it on, brings the Holy Spirit to it, brings all the graces of God to it, and takes it to a, a supernatural level, you know, the grace-building-on-nature idea. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so when we're growing up, we look to famous people as role models. I'm just wondering, who were your role models, and how did they influence your life? You know, I'm not sure I thought of it in terms of, of role models. Maybe I'm unusual in that respect. But, I mean, certainly there's people that we that we look up to, people who, you know, like uh, there were certain athletes like Michael Jordan that I thought well of. There were musicians. There were intellectual heroes and people who would um, stand for the truth when it cost them something, people who would stand for a good cause and stand for what was, was just, I think, were the people that I looked up to most. So, so kind of the heroes of, of the world. Um, yeah. yeah. 
And then and then as you grew older, your role models changed. So um, how did you find God working in your life to change yeah, I, them? I think there's, I'm a convert to the faith, and so I think during that process especially, there was a purification of that, where again, you sort of recognize what's good in people, but then you come to a clearer understanding of what's authentically good, what's authentically true and good and beautiful for the whole world. And so the more you do that, I think the more you come to find who you can really look up to and find examples in the saints. Um, I was, particularly during my conversion, I was drawn to St. Maximilian Kolbe, great martyr and witness to, witness to the truth of the faith, um, who went to the concentration camp for it. Um, others like Blessed Miguel Pro or St. Thomas More would be people like that. But then people as well who just lived the faith authentically or taught it well and taught it beautifully. People like um, St. Francis de Sales as an example, someone who was able to proclaim the faith in a very winsome way in the midst of a culture that was rejecting it in certain respects. Um, so... All right. Well, I want to thank everyone again for tuning into Real Presence Live. Uh, I am Roxanne Zalm, the host. We have Father Kotsker as our co-host, and we're talking with Deacon Kyle Eller from the uh, Diocese of Duluth. Do you have any questions for Deacon? I here? do, Deacon. You you mentioned you know being able to discern you know in the culture what what are things you know to good to keep to retain. And then what things that, you know, we need to move on from. Do you have any kind of tips or ideas for people kind of in that pursuit of how, how do you recognize more clearly what, uh, uh, what, what to discern? Um, I think especially being rooted in the teachings of the faith. You know, I, I think the, one of the areas that gets attacked often is the dignity of the human person. And so we have to recognize authentically who every person is, created by God, loved by God, willed by God from all eternity, with an, an inherent dignity that we have to respect. And when we see things in the culture that don't respect that, then we have to, to recognize that. Or, as well, attacks on the family. We're made as social creatures, right? We're made to be in community, we're made to be in communion, we're made to be in families. And so what are attacks on that? And what's authentically representing what a family is and what it's supposed to be? Um, and then go on down the list, you know, I mean everything from religious liberty and the rights of conscience to um, the te social teachings of the Church to the rights of immigrants to all those kinds of things, where we have to listen to the mind of Christ and try and think with the mind of Christ, put on the mind of Christ, as I think St. Paul says, to really take that into ourselves through our prayer and through our study of our faith, to really imbibe those things more deeply. You know, it's we're, we're to live in the world but not be of it, and that can be hard, even with some of the issues you mentioned. It's not always clear-cut. Another question I have is, uh, we're supposed to be in the world. Is there any area or what realm that we shouldn't dip our toes into? Because there is, you know, that spiritual warfare going on. Hmm. Yeah, it's it's something that people have to discern carefully. You know, there there is... Even at the Second Vatican Council, you know, there was this teaching that there are certain kinds of media, for instance, that we should avoid. You know, if there are things that are attacks on our faith, if there are things that, that run just directly contrary to what we believe and are liable to lead people astray, then that's not something that we should support. You know, and again, it, it comes with that discernment process. It's not always so clear-cut. You know, not everything that we encounter, as Father said very, very rightly, not everything that we encounter is going to be necessarily explicitly Catholic or explicitly Christian. And there are many things that are good in those things, but we have to be discerning when there's a direct hostility, then we have to ask ourselves, you know, should I go along with that? Should I participate in that? Should I, should I take that into my heart? 
I always think of these, you know, words from St. Uh, from St. Paul, when he wrote to the Philippians, said, you know, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is gracious, if there is any excellence, and if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things. So I think that's great practical advice to fill ourselves. There's so many good things in the world that maybe we don't have time for some of those bad things and don't necessarily need to make a place for them in our lives. Beautiful. Yeah. Anything, Father? No, I, I agree. I was thinking of I was thinking of that very passage. I think it captures kind of your your sentiment, your perspective, uh, uh, very very well. Whatever is true, whatever is just, whatever is honorable, think of those things. And I think we have to go into that, go into the world, and come back into our bubble, get renewed again, yeah. go to adoration, and then go back out. It's a give and take. So, yeah. well, thank you so much, Deacon. We appreciate You're you being so with us today. All right. Okay. God bless Bye-bye. you. Yes. Goodbye. All right, and now we have Eli, who's going to give us a little preview of, of what's coming up next on our next Real Presence Live. Hey, that's me. That's right. <laughs> what's going on? What's, what do we have to look forward to? All righty. Well, here's what's coming up on our next show. That's tomorrow morning from 9 to 11 a.m. Central, hosted by Father Will Thompson and Michael Goldsmith, live from St. James Coffee in Rochester. There are great graces that come from being newly ordained. What are those graces? Well, Father Matt Wagner will be with us to share the ways God has blessed him in his ministry so far. And do you take time to invest in your marriage? We're not talking about financial investment. We're talking about investment in the covenant you made with your spouse and God. If it's something you've never thought about, Peter and Teresa Martin of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester will share why now is the time to start investing. And so much excitement has been building for the opening of the Little Log Church in Sawyer, Minnesota. Why all the excitement? Deacon Brian Bassa will share all the details about this beloved church. That and so much more coming up tomorrow morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, right here on the Real Presence Radio Network. Roxanne? All right. Well... Father, you did great on your first try as two, co-host. Uh, two hours goes a lot quicker than I thought. I should just, you know, preach for a good hour and a half or so and see what uh, see what happens in the congregation. But the difference <laughs> is with well, we have our, our, our a few notes, but in, you you can kind of write out your your homilies. Yeah, right? that's, that's true. This that's is, true. Yeah, <laughs> a little bit different and dynamic. I suppose, yeah. And fun. No, this is great. And being on location, too, here at the Women's Care Center uh, created a little bit of uh, spontaneity, too. So it's great to be here. Yeah, it is. And downtown itself is just kind of a, a yeah. lively, interesting it place is. to be. So Dyna- Dynamic place, yeah. yeah. All right. So what do you got coming up in your week? Well, next week, all of the seminarians are getting together for the whole week. Uh, we, we, we call it the Seminarian Week of Fraternity. They're all going to be scattering to their different seminaries here uh, right after that. So at the end of their summers, we always get together for a week. We're heading out to uh, do a little camping and whatnot, uh, roast some marshmallows, and just kind of hang Fun. out. So it's going to be a busy week next week, but a very, uh, a very uh, uh, rewarding week. Oh, it sounds lovely. It's been such a nice month, really, the weather. So, well, that sounds like a a, a lot of testosterone in one place. (laughs) (laughs) What what about in the Solonen family? Are you guys doing anything? We're taking a train ride to Glacier with everyone, but our oldest son can't join us, but we're really looking forward to that. So, yeah, kind of a fun fun thing that we're going to do and uh, how long of a train ride is that oh, 16 hours each way oh my but you goodness. know <laughs> each way yeah so how long are you at the glacier for just a couple of days because my husband had open heart surgery so we kind of had to wait and see how things were going to go so it was planned late and have you but done anyway. this before no it's oh, going to be wow. new so it's be exciting well it's been great having you guys bless your day and we will be signing off for now but come back tomorrow for more real presence live 
This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.